The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 20th of May. In your Squiz today, a wrap of the election. Brexit is back, Eurovision and Game of Thrones. This is your Squeeze Today. Claire, the election is done and dusted and Scott Morrison is still our Prime Minister. Some seats are still to be decided and the numbers have moved around a bit. But as of this morning, according to the ABC, the Coalition have 75 seats and Labor have 65. Yeah, and independent minor parties landed with six. We're not really used to keeping our Prime Minister, so there was a bit of shock from around the world that we've maintained mm. one <laughs> through an election. True. Um, and, yes, it in the end, um, after that campaign and after a fairly turbulent time uh, in our politics, Labor picked up just one seat from the coalition, which was Gilmore on the New South Wales South Coast, and that's if you don't count Corangamite and Dunkley, which were the seats in Victoria that were notionally Labor after a boundary redraw. After all of that, instead of celebrating, which was what was widely tipped for Labor, they're now going to have to pick a new leader with Bill Shorten stepping down. Yeah, well, I, we'll get to that notably um, and what people are talking about is that Queensland came through for the coalition of the 30 seats in the state. It looks like Labor will have only six, maximum of six once the counting is concluded, none of which are north of Brisbane. And as you say, Bill Shorten announced on the night he would vacate the leadership. Uh, yesterday he announced he'd back Tanya Plibersek for the job. She's considering running but hasn't confirmed and Anthony Albanese yesterday did throw his hat in the ring. Claire, there were a couple of other notable losers on the night. Well, Tony Abbott was probably the the main one to go. Uh, The polls got it pretty spectacularly wrong and there's lots of commentary about that this morning. Um, Experts say it's because the decline in landlines, telephone landlines, make it very hard for pollsters to actually fit numbers to actual addresses. Of course, the betting market's got it very badly wrong and even Bert the psychic croc from the Northern Territory got it wrong as well. So yeah, it was quite a surprising <laughs> result. <laughs> Clive Palmer as well, he spent $80 million. As we all know, we all saw his ads, but he didn't have any success. He didn't secure a lower or upper house seat. No, he didn't. And he was spinning it yesterday that having a coalition government was really better for him regardless uh, of whether he actually secured a seat. So mission accomplished as far as he was concerned. So the government now just waiting to see whether they reach that 76 seats, which is required to form majority government, govern in their own right. All are indications are pointing to that happening. To politics on the other side of the world, and Theresa May has said a new and improved Brexit deal will be put to MPs. Yeah, isn't it good that once we get past our federal election, we've got Brexit to come back to? It's yeah. just terrific. So, <laughs> yeah, lots of jostling going on there at the moment. They're heading towards another vote uh, on what Theresa May calls a new and improved bill uh, for Brexit for the UK. Uh, that will go uh, on the first week of June. So there's lots, though 
to go between now and then with her colleagues really gunning for her again. Uh, And also the talks that she was having with the Labor Party there have broken down uh, at the end of last week. So pretty turbulent there too. And if you want a little refresher on what's gone down, jump into the Squiz Today email, a good link to a BBC article that does just that. To Taiwan, and it's become the first country in Asia to pass same-sex marriage legislation, Claire. Yeah, two years ago, Taiwan's constitutional court ruled that same-sex marriage uh, needed to be legislated for after it found um, the law as it currently stood that marriage was between a man and a woman was unconstitutional. So it's taken them a couple of years to get there. The deadline for that change to be made by the parliament runs out on the 24th of May. Uh, So they had to move pretty quickly as they came to the end of that timeline. And it doesn't give uh, same-sex couples exactly the same rights as um, heterosexual straight marriages, particularly around things uh, with full adoption rights. But uh, campaigners said it was definitely a step in the right direction. And on Friday, it was announced that Israel Folau has had his contract terminated by Rugby Australia. Yeah, that uh, though doesn't bring an end to it. Uh, Israel Folau has until three o'clock today to appeal the decision. And uh, even if he doesn't do that, there's all sorts of legal remedies that he can take. So after that um, social media post, which he hasn't apologised for and says that he shouldn't be discriminated against because of uh, his upholding of his religious beliefs, uh, there's still some to go on this. And just while we're talking about sport, Sydney FC became A-League champions last night, defeating Perth Glory 4-1 to in a penalty shootout. And of course, another big event over the weekend was Eurovision, Claire. Yeah, Kate Miller-Heike did very well. She had a, a number nine finish, which to land in the top 10 is quite an achievement. Uh, there was lots of buzz around uh, her and her performance and of course, then all sorts of dissection, much like our election of exactly how the Eurovision vote worked. Uh, it's quite an interesting process and we've got an explainer up on our website on some of those things. But, yeah, she did very well. Uh, who didn't do so well, though, it seems, is Madonna, who uh, also performed oh. at the grand final and she was fairly well, yeah, it, not good reviews. Let's just leave it at that. Average, yeah. Average. <laughs> um, and looking forward, a, a big event today, the final Game of Thrones is on at 11am. How do people avoid, like as you've said in email, a lot of people may not go to work, but how do people avoid spoilers? I think you just have to be really, really disciplined around not looking at anything online because uh, there are lots of spoilers around. And even though I haven't watched any of the show and I do plan on watching it at some point, you can see bits, little bits and pieces sort of coming out. It's very, very hard to avoid. So, yeah, I feel for Game of Thrones fans who are really excited about the end of it or just haven't quite got there and need to have a bit of clear space to watch it in their own time. But look, it's wrapping up and it'll be all over the internet today, I'd imagine. I feel really bad that neither of us are Game of Thrones enthusiasts. We can't sort of bring the same level of excitement. We're sorry, everyone. No, but I love a big event and I I can totally appreciate this is a big thing for people because it just does seem to generate just this really enthusiastic fan base. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The subject line. The subject line, Kate, you picked it last night, so I'll let you do it. Oh, I believe in miracles. 
Yeah, hot chocolate. Scott Morrison, of course, in accepting um, the win on Saturday night, said that he believed in miracles and there it was. It was a miracle as far as many people were concerned and uh, the coalition pulling off that win was quite spectacular for them. Yeah, indeed. And we should also mention that the Australian Podcast Awards were held on Saturday night. We were nominated in the popular vote category with huge thanks to our listeners who got us in there. Like Bill Shorten, we didn't take it home on the night, unfortunately, but um, wanted to give a big shout out to the shameless girls, Sarah and Michelle, who did win that category. Great girls, great podcast. They've been huge supporters of The Squiz, so big congrats to them. Have a great Monday. Have a great week. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Thank you.